You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This program is a proud member of Univoz. Unified, unique voices. Learn more at univozpods.net. Hey, what's up? It's Steve Rodriguez of Talk About Gay Sex. Happy summertime. Do me a favor and go to our website, tagspodcast.com, T-A-G-S-podcast.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter, get updates, see my blog, and check out pictures. So enjoy another episode of Talk About Gay Sex, and when you're done, go to our website, tagspodcast.com. Talk About Gay Sex podcast is a conversation with its hosts and special guests about gay sexuality meant to create an open forum that at times can enlighten, educate, and entertain. Guests who speak in this podcast, as well as its hosts, express their opinions, experiences, and conclusions, and neither Talk About Gay Sex podcast nor any of its advertisers endorse or oppose any particular sexual practice, lifestyle choice, medical treatment, or activity for its listening audience. Listeners should check with their physicians and medical professionals to determine their own sexual practices and health that is right for them. What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, here in New York City with my special guest today, Brock Yurick. Uh, Brock is working on a brand new film. He's been working on it for many years. It's, I think you can tell us more about it called Test, about um, a narrative film about a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. um, because that is your background. Um, first of all, tell us a little bit about you and how did this film come about? Well, uh, first of all, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Happy to be here. <laughs> um, I'm, I, uh, this film came out, uh, came about, uh, it was based on a short film that I originally wrote, directed, and produced myself uh, called T County. So T Ca- County, T County, which okay. is where I, I'm from, Tuscarawas County in Ohio. Okay, and we call it T County. So um, I, my mentor basically told me I was I was struggling. I was I was not getting the auditions that I wanted as an actor, and he said, "Write your own stuff." And so I started keeping my eyes and ears open to stories I wanted to tell. And I, my, my friend told me a story about her family and it was kind of a, a pretty dark story. So I, I immediately went and I wrote this short film and it's, it's 20 minutes long. And I said, I want to, I want to, I want to direct this and produce this and star in this. I basically wrote a role for myself to showcase myself as an actor and, and to just make something. And I would sit on movie set. I would sit on movie sets or sit in between time and be like, "I'm so this is so boring." Like, <laughs> being an actor is really boring sometimes. Yes, like, hurry up and wait. Yes, exactly. There's so much downtime, and I'm like, I am not cut out for this. I I need to be creative. Um, so 
uh, I wrote and directed T County and it did film festivals and, and won some awards and it was really, really great experience. It was an amazing learning experience. And then I did this film called goat with Nick Jonas and James Franco about fraternity hazing. And, um, that was one of the best filming experiences I've ever had. And I was just an, I was just cast and I was just an actor, but one of the actors was telling me, uh, you know, I told him about my short film and he said, you should write a movie about bodybuilding. You're so into this. And I was like, you know, I have been wanting to do that for a while. I just didn't know how. And then it clicked and I was like, I can take my short film and make the character an amateur bodybuilder and keep the storyline. So originally test was about this young kid in Ohio um, who was sort of like at the poverty line and living with his dad and his grandpa. And originally he was straight and he was dealing with family drama while trying to compete at the same time. And my friend was, my friend read this script and he was like, it's good, but what's your story, Brock? And I said, well, I was coming out of the closet at the same time I was competing. And he goes, there you go. And I, and I was like, I said, I don't, I, in my, in my own, you know, hesitations, I was like, I don't know if I want to make this character gay because this is such a masculine type of film. And I was like, I don't know if it's going to turn half the audience away. And, and then, but that's its hook, right? That's its hook. Yeah. And that's, but and then, you know, what I did is as I was considering this, I went and saw Moonlight. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, right. Academy Award winning film. Yes. There we go. And right. I was like, okay, I need to at least take a pass at this script and make this character gay. And it flew out of me. Like it, it took me, it took no time to rewrite the script and it was so fun to write and it was so much more interesting. Um, and it made you really feel for the character a little bit like much more. Um, and so that was probably to, you know, I've been working on the script for about three and a half years. And so for the first year and a half, I spent like on this straight version right? and, um, and really getting the, like, it's, it's always still been the same film. It's always been set in the same place with the same types of characters. Um, so it's always still had the same essence, but, um, just saying, all right, this character is now struggling with the sexuality on top of all this stuff and really like weeding out all the unnecessary storylines, unnecessary characters, unnecessary, you know, like, like really trimming it down and getting down to like, what is this really about? And, um, that's what I've been working on for the past two years. Well, they always say right from, you know, what's personal, right from the heart, that's going to resonate more. Um, how much is this story, this script that you've written, um, mirroring say your life and how you grew up? Did you grow up trying to be a bodybuilder in Ohio it, it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's, it's hard to say, um, you know, how, what percentage of the story is my story, but I would say it is loosely inspired by my experience. And it's, it's like a, it's like basically what I might've gone through in an alternate universe. If I had, if, cause my dad moved us to Florida when I was 15. Uh, we originally, we were, I was born and raised in Ohio and he moved us to Florida when I was 15. And so my life really, like we could have stayed in Ohio or we could have gone, you know, we went to Florida. So it's an interesting, like, it's sort of like if I had stayed in Ohio and stayed in the closet, I might have gone through this. Um, and it's also like a mishmash of different experiences that I've gone through, that my friends have gone through. I've interviewed my friends who are, you know, gay and straight bodybuilders. And I said, what is, what was your experience like? And what was this like with, um, you know, like going through this? And so I've sort of put it together as cohesively as possible, but it's no, it's not like an autobiography. Right. Right. But it is loosely, you know, it's there's a, if you look closely, there's pieces yes. that, yeah, that you yeah. drew from, yeah. um, 
Are you, have you competed as a bodybuilder before or do you compete? I have only competed once. I know I'm almost like a fraud, but I know, but I did, I did compete once. My, so my dad was a competitive bodybuilder when I was growing up and he did, um, he spent a couple years doing the, like uh, doing shows and, but he was always very, very healthy and we didn't have any junk food in the house. And my sister competed a little bit. My mom, you know, she was on the fitness track. And, um, so I was very, very fortunate to grow up in a house that, that knew that that fitness and health was, was important. And my dad also competed. So I would go to competitions and I was like 10, 11 years old and, um, I loved it, but also as a young confused gay boy, it was very weird. Like it was, it was very, I was like, I'm experienced. And I knew I was like, I'm experiencing this differently than like these other guys around here. My dad's muscle magazines. Like he had like bodybuilding magazines. I was like, those were my playboys. You know, I was going to say, was that like your porn? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) so I just, I thought, you know, like, so we moved to Florida when I was 15. My dad had a heart aneurysm and it really scared the shit out of all of us. But thank God he pulled through and said, you know what? I want to live in Florida. We're going to move to Florida. So we, we went down there and, um, I thought I was like, this is sort of my time. Cause I was so skinny. I was such a weird kid. And I didn't know if I was like, not socially cool. I was like, I always felt really strange, but also because like, you know, when you're closeted, you just feel like you have to constantly edit yourself and you feel like, you know, I was, um, I was really, I just questioned everything I did. And when you're called fag, you're called this and that, even if the kids don't really think you are, they're just calling that to be mean. It hits you harder because you're like, you know that you are, even if they don't. So, um, uh, so we moved to Florida and my dad started taking me to the gym and I was like, this is sort of my chance to start new. And, you know, these kids don't know, you know, dorky, weird Brock. I can sort of like <laughs> maybe be cool now and right. lift weights and be, you know, whatever and start to gain some size. And I really wanted to get big. And um, so my dad, um, you know, helped me get a job at the gym. So I started working. I worked at Gold's Gym up until the day I left for college. So uh, I was in that environment a lot. And then I came back and, uh, after my first year of college and the, the, I came back to my gym, like just to work out for the weekend, I was home for mother's day. And this trainer, um, her name was Tammy. She saw me, she was like, Oh my God, you got so much bigger since college. And I was like, thank you. And she said, there's a competition in three weeks. You'll beat my guy. You should do it. So I was like, okay. And so I took the next 21 days and I did nothing but cardio and I, dieted crazy. And I was like really taking it seriously. And it was a small show and I, but I went in and I got first place in middleweight and it was like a Excellent. little bucket list thing. And it was fun. And my dad was really like, he was in the audience, like cheering me on and it was fun. Wow. Was, yeah. So what is it about, um, bodybuilding? Because if you say you were an awkward kid growing up, you know, skinny and about your body, mm-hmm. but then you start working out, um, does the masculinity and the, and the size, did it help you fit in? 100%. And then once you're in that world with, you know, other bodybuilding types, did you notice any like acceptance of gay? Did you have a lot of gay role models? I guess once you, do you see what I'm trying to say? It's like, you know, in some ways, did it help you to feel good about yourself, your esteem? But then once you were in that world, did you, did you feel welcomed as a gay boy? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that just kind of, um, attests 
to our, you know, like I, I don't, I'm not trying to be mean and generalizing here, but like, you know, superficiality, you know, as a gay man, if you have a nice body, you're sort of like, you have a lot of credit. You like, right, you know, you get right. a lot more tension, but even, but that's not even just gay men. That's everywhere in the world. I mean, you walk into, you know, people constantly make comments on the sidewalk or if you have, you know, you got your arm showing or if you got like a God, good body, a homeless guy on the street just yesterday was like, lay off the steroids, man. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm almost like I'm complimented, but I'm also like, how dare right. you? You know, like, slightly but, insulted. Yeah. But it's the attention that you look get. At the, look at the person telling you it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's I like, always keep it in perspective. But, but it yes. was such a moment. I was like, that's what I sort of want to ca- capture in this film is like these little moments that bodybuilders are sort of made to feel like freaks. And, um, just these little subtle things that you get all the time. Like every time I go somewhere, someone has to tell me how much they benched or what they used to look like, you know, these older guys, like I used to look like you. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Great. You know, like, and, um, but, but yeah, as a gay, like, like as a young gay man, the guys I used to look at on the internet, they all jacked and huge and and juiced out and looked amazing and had amazing bodies. And so I was like, if I want to, if I'm attracted to that, I want to look like that. And, um, I can't speak to what, why straight men do that. I mean, that's sort of very, I, cause I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a heterosexual, so I don't know what it is about a straight man that looks at a man with a beautiful body and says, I want to look like that. Because for me, that's, there's like, oh, there's also some sexual attraction there. But so it's very, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very interesting that like, you know, it's like, it's, it's like a really gay sport. Like, you know, it's it's like, you're all looking at it. You're all admiring each other for your hot bodies. Like this is pretty gay. Right. Um, Right. But they're not, they're straight. They're, you know, they're also very, they're like some, I mean, they're very straight and they've all got girlfriends, but I'm like, you just, can we all like take a step back and sort of like look at what we're doing. And they're calling each other fag on Instagram. They're calling each other this to call. I'm like, you have your underwear pulled up your ass and you're showing off your glute striations. I'm yeah. like, guys, like, right, like, can right. you like laugh about it? Have a sense of humor about this. Like, don't take yourself so seriously. This is very, you know, this is very strange <laughs> behavior that we're all sort of, you know, Geeky freak show, doing. But, yeah. but still a sport, um, but it's still a sport and it's, and it's, it's massive. I mean, it's, it's a huge sport. And, um, but yeah, it's just, I just, I, as a gay, from a gay perspective, I'm like, this is really weird. And so I go to bodybuilding competitions, all my friends compete. So I go help them with their shows. And I'm just like, just a bunch of naked dudes you know, like hanging out. I love it. I love so it. yeah, it's the, it's the craziest thing. Um, if you're just joining us, I'm here with Mike Urick. He's working on his film test. Who's Mike? Uh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Uh, Rock uh, Mike. Mike. I know. <laughs> we were talking about a mutual friend who did your editing for your trailer named Mike. And That's I, right. You know, okay. 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 Both All your right. names. I, if you are just listening that. now, and fortunately I have editing credit here. Edit. If you are just joining us now, I am sitting here with Brock Urek. He is working on his film Test, and it's about bodybuilding. And, in, and loosely based on his life. I want to know, though, um, what is your experiences within the gay, if there is even a thing, gay bodybuilding world? I mean, I don't know if you're old enough to remember uh, Bob Paris. Yes. Um, when I was younger, um, I just remember he was one of the first in the 80s, I think, mm-hmm. maybe um, gay bodybuilding um champions, I guess. And also he later on, he came out and then he, you know, there was images of him with his boyfriend and husband, I guess. Um, 
besides him, and was he even anybody that you looked up to being that? I didn't really know about him. Okay, maybe you're a little younger. But yeah, I was a little younger. Yeah. What is your experience, though? Is there sort of a gay bodybuilding network of, of guys that you look into or talk about? Or I don't, I, I, not that I really know of, not that I'm super aware of. I mean, my friend, being in, I, I would, I think I know more gay bodybuilders from being in like, like having been in the gay social scene than in the, in the competitive bodybuilding world. Um, I think that, you know, like, like when I was young, when I was a young gay, we'd go out to the, you know, white party, winter party. And there are guys there that, you know, some of these guys do compete. Right. And I mean, their bodies are just insane. And, you know, so we're all like hanging out of the pool and I'm just like, Oh my God, like I do not look like that, but I want to, but, um, but I know some very successful uh, gay bodybuilders, but I don't, I, I don't see any of them um, going to like the national levels of Mr. Olympia or anything like that. You know, those guys, the, all these guys have pictures. They go to the national white party. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Competition yeah. And, so, and wherever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them are very successful, but um, I just, I, I don't know if there's a, there's a ton of homophobia in the bodybuilding world. They don't, I, I have never, um, I've never personally experienced like, I've never seen anybody, you know, say that you're not ever going to win, but it's, but I don't see any gay winners. I don't see any gay guys at the, that Olympia, we know of at least. That we right, know yeah. of at least. Um, so I just think it's like, if, if you are, you kind of need to be quiet about it. And, and we're, we're, we've, we've made a lot of progress. Like you're not going to get your ass beat for being gay in a bodybuilding competition. Absolutely not. Like no one gives a shit, but there's also, but it's, it's hard because like, it's just there. Like that's just under the current, like, like there's, I don't see any openly gay winners, right? You know, like right. imagine if Ronnie Coleman came out or Jay Cutler, or, you know, whatever imagine if he came out as gay, like it, there, there'd be nothing but jokes and like, maybe, just, but then you see, um, NBA players and NFL yes. players. So it's only a matter of time come out. And, you know, one might argue that those sports are, you know, even on a larger, very, more very masculine, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I certainly think there's room for it. But the other thing I noticed in watching one of your videos was that you talk about the bodybuilding world or just when you're competing it's a very secular, isolating experience. And I can see that I was a former gymnast before. And okay. in many ways, before I got to the college level, it was always, you know, my coach, myself, and you were working on your routines. And it was somewhat isolating yeah. as well. It, you know, I was, in other words, I wasn't on a, a field with other players yeah. and that yeah. kind of thing. Certainly with bodybuilding, I mean, it's not just when you're in the gym, it's the diet, the the sleep, the, you know, all these kinds yep. of things. So you might, you know, m maybe we don't see a lot of it is because each one of these bodybuilders are so in their world, yeah. just right. And yep. you don't even have time even probably at the competition to look at the next because you're just doing your own thing. Yes, yep, exactly. Yeah. 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 You're very right. It's, um, it is very like, and I, I want to say, you know, um, that, you know, bodybuilders, like, like many, like every athlete, these guys are the most dedicated, focused, intelligent 
kind of athletes because they need to know exactly like it's not just like you know going to you know football basketball baseball like they have to use science to make sure that their bodies look and feel and react a certain way at a very certain time like they only have like a couple hours window to look their absolute best and they need to know if they if they eat something wrong it screws everything up they've ruined months and months of like the hardest work of their life so it is very very difficult and they these guys are are scientists, you know? Um, so they are very dedicated, but it's also, you don't, you don't go party. You don't have friends over. You are either in the kitchen, cooking all your meals, sitting there, eating all your meals, or you're at the gym or you're resting. Right. Right. Well, that's why I think it's cool that you're doing this film about a gay bodybuilder to show that, you know, because oftentimes you go to these parties and it's great that you see all these jacked up bodies. I don't know where they get the energy for these parties. I'm tired. <laughs> right. Right. Um, oh, I don't, I could never look that good and party that hard. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I guess I wanted to also tap into, because you do say it's a science and um, I just wanted to know, will you be showing steroid usage mm-hmm. and, and um, the formulas and everything that, is surrounded about the, maybe the controversies that some people have around it yes. that is prevalent in the bodybuilding industry. Yes. I mean, that's why it's called test. Oh, got um, it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Testosterone. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. I see a little. Yes, meaning I'm there. I'm yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Steroids for me was a big, steroids was a, a big part of my issues when I was like 21, 22 and, and I was out, but I was fighting with my family about it. And I'm just, nothing makes you feel worse than that. Not having your family's support, um, and on something that important to you. And, um, we've since, they've since, you know, changed and we've come to, we've come to a, you know, really, really, really great place. But, um, but for a while it was really, really hard. And, and so you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Steroids was a way for me to, it's like, it's like any other drug. It's like some people turn to, you know, alcohol. Some people turn to cocaine, meth or whatever. And it's, and it's, and it's really sad. And there's a high, there's such a high percentage of LGBT youth who turn to drugs for obvious reasons. Right. I mean, what, like you, you know, you're, you're turned away from your family and you have, you know, you want to, it's the only thing that makes you feel good. It makes, you know, it makes you feel, you know, like, yeah, feel good. Um, so for me, it was test and DECA and I was going to the gym and I was getting out all my aggression. And I was like, if I'm going to be a fag, I'm going to be the biggest, scariest fag there is. And no <laughs> one's going to want to fuck with me. Right. That's, and I was really, I was in a really bad place and it was just this armor that I built. And, um, and I, that's, that's sort of like what that's personally what I went through. And that's what the film is, uh, sort of, uh, talks about is, and, and, and I mean, you steroids is such a huge part of bodybuilding and I'm not, I'm not going to shy away from it. And, and, um, that's something that we don't, we're not going to make a massive deal about it in the movie, but it is there. I mean, it's, right. it's just, 
Do you I, think that there's times for the sport when it's um, because I've heard other people both sides of the coin, you know, for the sport to compete, you need to just be on, you know, if you're going to be considered for any of these competitions, Mm -hmm. you need to be on some of these steroids and done properly. People have said that, you know, they don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, then there's others that, you know, it's a darker side to it. And so what's your sort of stance on this? I actually don't have a stance. Um, I'm not, I don't feel like I, um, I can really say what, what my stance is. I, I sort of just, I like to just examine it. I like to just look at it and just kind of call it what it is and say what it is. I don't, I'm not saying whether it's bad or good test. I want to be, I want to make sure that people know that test is not a condemnation of bodybuilding. It's not a judgment of bodybuilding or testosterone or, or steroid abuse or any, or like, you know, gay issues or anything like that. It's simply an examination. It's, it's looking through the peephole at what these guys do and just kind of under trying to understand why these guys do what they do. Because People, I've, I've, I've learned a lot that like when I tell people that I've used steroids on and off, people that don't really know anything about it, they're like, you're on steroids? <laughs> right. like, like, it's really like, it's really terrifying. Or you get the homeless guy. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Lay off of them. But it's yeah. really, it's really terrifying. It's almost like scary to them. Like, you're on steroids. I'm like, you're an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, and I'm and like, well, isn't that bad for your liver? Yeah, so is alcohol. Right, right. Well, doesn't it make you angry and crazy? Yeah, so does alcohol. <laughs> like, well, I mean, you're correct. Uh, yes. Come on, like, come on. Like, we're all, we're all on something. It's just like, it's just the thing that people just don't know a lot about it. People know everything about alcohol. You know exactly what your favorite drink is and you drink it every, every night, whatever. It's fine. Like, you're, you're, that's your, what you like to do. Some guys do steroids and it's like, if, yes, you can, you know, some people, some people drink responsibly and that's totally fine. Some people are blackout drunks and that's like, you have a problem and you need to go get help. Some people know how to use steroids properly and it's just a part of your life. And that's like totally normal. Some people obviously abuse it and, and don't know how to do it correctly and don't have somebody to help them and don't have, they don't go to the doctors and get themselves checked and, and get their blood levels checked. Um, so it's just like anything else in the world. It's, it's just, you have to know you know, you have to use in moderation. You have to be smart about it. You have to be safe about it. But like, you know, whether it's a good or bad thing, I cannot say I'm not, I'm not going to get into that. Um, but there are natural bodybuilding competitions 100%, but there's also, but you go to a real bodybuilding, if they, if they tested at a real bodybuilding competition, it would not be a pretty sight, you know, like it's just, it's just part, part of the world, it's just part of the world. It's just part of the culture. And not a lot of people like to talk about it and I'm here to talk about it in this movie. So, um, I want to talk a little bit about body image and, um, from your own standpoint and how maybe you have or have not struggled with it. Um, and how you think us as gay men, um, maybe struggle with it. I mean, did you struggle with, you talked a little bit about earlier, you were skinny. I struggle with it every day, every minute of my life. Right. I mean, I think, I would say now I've heard so many people talk about this, whether you're straight, gay, whatever. I mean, we all, you know, look in the mirror and have things that we are working on. All you see are the flaws. That's all you see. I mean, at least for me, like, and I I know that other people can relate to that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I struggle with body image issues every day. And I'm not like, like this movie, I'm not like, like, I'm not 
reformed. I'm not like free of this. I'm still very much in the trenches and I'm always going to be. And I've accepted that. Like, it's just part of who I am. I don't know whether it's part of like the chemical. I think it's a combination of like how I was raised plus the chemical wiring, which is how we're all, I think that's, that's what makes us who we are. It's, it's not nature versus nurture. It's nature and nurture. It's who we are wired as and how we were raised. You can't, you can't single one out. And I think to add on to that, I think when you can accept that this is, you know, how you are, that we, you know, it's, it's that first admission, that thought, and it's what you do with those thoughts yeah. afterwards. Yeah. It's, there's, I mean, you can't control what's going on necessarily, or what's going to come up every day for you when you look in the mirror, when you go to the gym, but it's, it's really that, you know, hearing the voice and then, okay, am I going to wallow mm-hmm. in this or, or am I going to have like a moment or two to wallow in it? Yeah. And then what direction am I going to go in versus just, oh, you know, ignoring it and then having it just fester out in in negative ways, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I could attest to that for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like any, yeah. You know, RuPaul talks about your inner inner saboteur constantly. And I'm just like, yeah, that's just what a lot of us hear. That's what like anytime I take a picture. I double check it to make sure I look, you know, I don't ever want to see a picture where my, my neck looks really skinny. I get, that's my biggest fear. And I'm like, that's so insane. But like, it's not insane to me. It's just what I think it's just, it's what's important to me. And, and I think a lot of, I mean, and that's the thing is like, I, I, I think I can't imagine what women go through. I can, I said this, I, I, I said this, um, in another, another thing, I, I I cannot imagine how hard it is for women. I'm not a woman, so I'm not even going to try to like, you know, think that I have some sort of authority on saying what it's like for women. I, I listen, I, I hear what they say and I cannot imagine what they go through with body image issues. I can only say as a man, we have body image issues as well. And sometimes as a gay man and as a gay man, yeah. it's even worse, right, <laughs> you, know, right, like, right. you know, straight men, so they can, you know, they get the, they, it's it's not it's just not as important for them gay men it's like it is important you know it's not but it is right you know it doesn't have to be but we make it very important i mean you look at any flyer any poster on the thing and it's always a six-pack and it's a hot guy with big shoulders and chiseled abs and it's like that's how you get people to come to your parties or that's how you people whatever like and that's not important to every gay man we should note that but um you do your part in helping others feel good about themselves you're a personal trainer as well yes 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 in new york city and um, do your clients, do you find that a lot of, I'm assuming you have a lot of male clients yes. or yeah, do they come to you? What are their big concerns about body image? I mean, obviously to look like you or they all want to, they all want to get big. They all yeah, want to okay. put on size and they all say the same, you know, it's, they're all very, very Various similar age in, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're all very, but they're all very similar and they want to put on some muscle mass and they want to, you know, just look, they want to look and feel good. And, um, so that's my, my main thing is just weightlifting. That's all I know. That's what I know. Right, you know that's what my right. dad taught me. And, and anytime there was a problem, if there was whatever, you just go weightlift. That's going to make you feel better. You know, and right. that's what I, I went. I had the little weight set in my garage and I went and I did that and I just, it built my confidence. So, you know, people can be naysayers and say that it's, you know, like you're, you're being vain, you're being whatever, but you can't deny the fact that working out, and seeing your body change the way that you want it to makes you feel good. 
Right. Um, right. So well, I feel that way. Yeah. Um, what was, you mentioned in one of your videos that you came out at 19. Mm-hmm. Um, was your father um, accepting of this, being a bodybuilder himself? How did that go? Uh, he had his own reservation. He had, we fought, we fought about it. Um, he's very, uh, very religious. Okay. And, and I'm, I'm a Christian and I still have my faith. Um, but it is, but my faith is very, I have a, it's just different. Like I, I see faith and religion and Christianity through a different lens because I am a gay man. And because the Bible says, I'm going to hell. And so I look at religion a little differently than a straight white male, you know, who kind of just like, there's nothing, he doesn't have to really, um, adjust. He, he sort of just like, every, every, he, he, he checks all the boxes of getting into heaven. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. it's like when you don't, you kind of have to, your, your, your connection to God is a bit, you have to really work around that and really kind of figure out like, am I okay? Am I going to hell? And because that's all I hear of my, my whole life. Right. So for my dad, it was, um, I don't know, you know, obviously like everyone says this, but they're from a different time. They're from a different generation. And he just, I, like, like at the time I didn't, we fought, I mean, we fought so hard about it. Um, but after 10 years, you know, I, I, um, and many talks and many heart to hearts. And he's said some things that have just like brought me to tears in a good way. Like he's, he's, he's really, you know, he's really, you know, we've both grown so much from it. And, um, so I don't know where it came from for him, but, um, I think it was just not want. I think all that anger and all that rage and all that homophobia just comes from not wanting, feeling like you failed, which is such a ridiculous thing, but they don't know that. Right. They don't know any better. They don't think they, they don't, they don't get that it has nothing to do with you. Right. Right. And and it doesn't have anything to do. Like that's, that's the whole, I think that's all gay people are trying to get across is like, we're not going anywhere because you straight people keep making us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? right. Like right. you can't get rid of the homosexuals yeah. unless you like stop having babies completely. Cause that's just how we come out. 10% like, of us are going to come out. Yeah. Gonna, it's so, going to happen. It's probably growing. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So in the movie, do you tap into a love story? Um, this is a gay sex podcast. So yeah. I'm just curious to know. It's, it's okay. So it's very interesting that you asked that because I've seen a lot of LGBT movies and I, I, I think that this movie, there's so much naked dude visual that I almost, I, I'm afraid of it becoming a parody and I'm afraid of it becoming gratuitous. So I'm really there's it's not a love story between two gay men it's not a love story between eddie it's really like it's a bit more tragic than that and it's a bit more complicated than that between eddie and his coach mike oh um so so not a traditional love story but i'm there's- trying to not i'm trying to not make it a traditional love story I'm, I'm trying to be a little bit more um nuanced and a little bit more creative and a little bit more uh less less obvious i like that yeah it- i mean i think that whenever you're somebody is working on something like a major competition uh olympians or um anybody in just a working environment that you marry not only the job but maybe it's a coach or I mean, it's not a traditional marriage and maybe it's, but there's always these underlying areas yep. of like a deeper relationship. 100%. And yeah. yeah. And, and there's th- probably, I'm, you may or may not tap into it in the film, but 
um, there's not a lot of time, right? When you're a bodybuilder and yeah, yeah, it's really- it's, that's the thing. It's like it's tough to write. That's why it's so hard to write a bodybuilding movie because the lifestyle is so boring and it's so <laughs> it's not like a like varsity blues with football where they're partying and they're doing the stuff and then it's like the big yeah. game at the end. It's like it's a very it's a very mundane. It's like every day is like Groundhog Day. So I had to, I was like, okay, if I'm going to write this movie, I need to have uh, a clear story and make it interesting and uh, compelling and truthful and um, and really go, I had to go very, very deep with these characters because if not, it's just like a document. It's just going to be like a documentary. It's like a very surfacey thing um, where it's just a bunch of workouts. And I was like, it's, it's really, it's really so much more than that. And, and the relationship between Eddie and his coach, because it's so, it, it's just, it is homoerotic. Like they're, they're studying each other's naked bodies. They're, they're close with each other. He's, you know, he's injecting him in his butt cheek with steroids. And so they're just like, they're very, very close. And so for a young gay man, that's just absolutely that's just so confusing and that's so, um, and he's also being pumped with steroids. So his like his, you know, his, his mind's not right. And his sex drive is going crazy. And he's, his mother is this, um, you know, really pushy religious woman. And she's just, you know, she's pulling him this way and his coach is pulling him this way. And, um, his, uh, his best friend Trig is sort of like, he sort of represents the, the, um, the MAGA group, you know what I'm saying? The, the MAGA group. What's that? You know, the, hashtag MAGA make America great again oh, kind of folks, yes, you know, yes, yes, I, oh. so, you know, he sort of represents yes, okay. like that and those, those kinds of, you know, that kind of mentality. And then, um, so the, in the story, Eddie, um, his ex-girlfriend comes back to town from New York, uh, to run the dance studio that she used to, that she grew up in. So she's a, a dancer, she's a ballet dancer. And so Eddie, who is not very good at posing goes to her for help and they sort of have, ballet lessons and it's sort of light and it's fun and there's, they reconnect, but he tries to hook, he tries to, you know, have sex with her and it doesn't work. And, uh, and so she sort of says, you're, you know, you, you kind of need to, in in a roundabout way, she sort of says, you need to you know face what you are. I've kind of always known ever since we dated in high school. And so that really kind of sets Eddie off and like, okay, don't tell us the whole movie. Okay. I'm not going to, I should also note that, um, you, entered this in a competition with the du- Duplass brothers. Yes. They, for oh those of you who don't know, I watched um, their famous brother duo writing team. Um, I watched their HBO show. Room 104? No, they had another one. It was um, kind of couples. that um, was really good. Okay. Um, but I love them. They're they, great. They did Tangerine. Yep. Did you see Tangerine? I saw Tangerine. Oh my God. Yes. <gasps> and there's, so good. Right. Um, so you won... A runner-up kind of okay. So, so the way that that worked, that was um, that really that competition took our film from black and white to Technicolor. I, oh, great! It, it, I was basically I'm this kid with a script, and I just didn't. I was like, what do I do with it? How do I? What do I do? Like, how do I make this thing happen? And so this competition sort of fell on my lap, and it was like it's called the Hometown Heroes Rally, and they basically said, do you have a script, a feature film script that's diverse that's set in your hometown that you want us to produce. And I was like, yes, yes, yep, check yes, all the boxes. yes. <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, so they said, enter this competition, the hometown heroes rally. And, um, you'll, what you'll do is you basically run a campaign, like a Kickstarter campaign for on seed and spark.com. Um, which it, for you, so you run for 30 days and the, out of the top 10 campaigns for films that raise the most money and get the most followers will pitch their idea to us. And we'll choose a couple of those films to produce. So it's like, 
this is just You're right up your alley. Yes. No reason for me to not do this. So that was the craziest month of my life. I did nothing but campaign. I got strangers on the street to follow my campaign. <laughs> I was on Facebook, Instagram live. If I wasn't, if I wasn't sleeping or at work, I was on Facebook and Instagram live telling people to follow. And we raised $37,000 in one wow. month and we got a ton of followers. Like we, we really gained so much exposure from this thing. Um, and it was, it was mind blowing and people were sending me messages. But what the best part was people were sending me messages. Like, this is my story. Like I right. was doing this and my, my friend died from steroids and, and my friend was, you know, he was, my, my daughter was, was gay and she was hurting herself. And, and this is very That's much the like, best part. Oh my gosh. It was like, I would made my, like, I'm still, and I'm still a year later, I'm still getting these messages from people. So, wow. I, and, and the movie doesn't even exist yet. Yeah, so yeah. I, you know, it really, really, that's like, it's like, this is what, this is so rewarding to, to be able to write something that's so raw and scary and close to who I am. And then to have it received well is like, that's, there's nothing better than that. That's such a scary thing, but to be, to have such a positive reaction. And I know I'm going to get very negative reactions as well. And I'm prepared for that. There's going to be a lot of people. Oh, there always is. But oh, you always seem is. Always pretty ready to handle ready, it. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't care. Before, uh, how should people follow the film? You can follow the film on, uh, it's, we have an Instagram. It's uh test the film. It's all one word. Got it. Test um, the film. Test the film. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm at Brock Urich, um, B-R-O-C-K-Y-U-R-I-C-H. And you're still trying to raise some funds for this, right? We so can are- people go to a certain site? I'm going to list all this. Guys, I will also put the trailer, which is really well shot, on our blog so you can watch that as well. Um, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have, so what we have is a, uh, um, a fiscal sponsorship, which means that you can donate and get a 100% tax write off. It's a ta- oh. it's 100% tax deductible. So if, yeah. So if you don't want to spend $5,000 on the IRS, you can just put it towards our film. Uh, that's awesome. And where do people go to that? Just that is on, that's in the bio of my Instagram. Okay. So it. if you click the link in my bio on Instagram, it'll take you to the, film forum website where you can my there's like a little search bar and you just search for my name it'll say brock yurik test cool. it'll take you right to the page where you can donate i'll put that um, on our blog too yeah. so that we can link up Great. to that single taken i am single got it yes. okay yeah so there you go I'm taken by my film taken right and <laughs> i'm it not seems single like a lot of work. i am in a relationship with this film i love it yeah. i'm super excited for test i love your enthusiasm with thank it you. i love the, the what i've seen so far much continued success thank you so this. much thank you um, and we will keep up with you. Just keep, Thank keep you. us posted. I am so, so grateful that you had me on the show oh. and talked to me. About we'll have stuff. you back with updates. Thank you. All right. Thanks yeah. so much, right. Brock, Eric. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs>